0: KFI AM 640 It's later with Mo Kelly. Let's talk about some of the headlines coming out of Orange County. Smuggling boat has washed ashore at Huntington Beach. Several people have been detained. Orange County is looking to fill hundreds of post office jobs. You know, as they say, there's always work down at the post office. And this in Laguna Beach. Remember how we were talking, I think it was beginning of last week, how the state of California was taking steps to ban Mylar and other metal-lined uh, balloons. And it wouldn't take effect for many years, but the process has already been started. Some cities are getting a jump on that, and it's inclusive of balloons, which are rubber or plastic, and not even Mylar. Let's take the city of Laguna Beach, for example. Lag- uh, Laguna Beach City Council is in session right now, and they're expected to vote tonight On a proposal to ban in public the popular mainstay of birthday and graduation parties, whether inflated with helium or not. Now, if you don't know, Laguna Beach has about 23,000 people across 50 miles in the southeast southeast of Los Angeles. And this, according to advocates, is the beginning. They're trying to ban all the balloons. Chad Nelson, who is chief executive of the nonprofit environmental organization Surfrider Foundation, says that this is the beginning. We're chipping away at all these things we find and trying to clean up the ocean one item at a time. This is a little bit different than the state referendum because this is more focused on the environment in the sense of Uh, animals which may eat the balloons or get caught up in them. And the state referendum has to do with the Mylar balloons, which may start uh, 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 forest fires or fires of any type. Now, environmental advocates are taking aim at these balloons, saying that they are a preventable cause of coastal pollution and, as I said, threaten animals and seabirds. Balloon debris, they argue, can tangle wildlife and can be ingested by animals that mistake it for food. And more than 3,000 pieces of balloon litter were picked up on ocean beaches by volunteers in Virginia over a five-year period. And this is according to the NOAA Office of Response and Restoration. I don't know if this is going to be a trend as far as just banning all balloons. I know that. California usually is the leader when it comes to issues like these, especially if they're environmentally focused. I don't know if there will be enough of an appetite or a desire to ban all balloons. We're not talking about just the Mylar ones in Laguna Beach. They're talking about rubber and plastic, all balloons at any birthday party. We're not talking about just on the beach or in certain areas, whether it has helium or not. And it's interesting to me that this is coming out of Orange County. It would seem like, or put it this way, going back to COVID, going back to the mask mandate, Laguna Beach, Huntington Beach, Orange County more generally, that seemed like to be a place where they would be more resistant to a balloon ban. Now, again, this is going before uh, the, the Laguna Beach City Council tonight. They may be voting on it. At this very moment, the the meeting started at 5 p.m. Who knows where they are in the meeting? But I'm surprised that this would even get enough traction to be heard. So it doesn't mean that it's going to get passed by the city council. It doesn't mean that. I am
1: just, well, shocked, actually, that it's even being considered. Nah, not really. Because really? it was trendy. It was trendy when we first talked about it. You know, when L.A. was like, we're banning mylar balloons and this, that, the other. They're like, well, we don't want to be left out. Why would you want to be left out of the balloon ban? Especially, especially because they got the beaches or like, you know, the turtles, yeah, and is, yeah, the is, dolphins. This is and, about
2: the pollution. This is not about you. fires. Shouldn't we, we, we they, be worried that, about toxic spills more than my balloons? I would
1: think. I'd like to get in the ocean again. Well, I think
0: of it this way. I think people f- try to do what they can with what they have right where they are. And most people know how to get in front of their local city council. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Well, at least some people do. But if you're trying to clean up spills, that's probably beyond most people's pay grade. I'm guessing.
1: guessing All I'm saying is when we first talked about the mylar balloons and the fires that they cause over this way, they said, we don't want to be left out, but we don't have the same issues. Let's make it about the beaches. See? It it, it remains to be seen whether
0: this is the actions. These are the actions of a few people Mm -hmm. or a lot of people. Whether this represents the sentiment of a large swath of the community or just a few people who are environmentalists who want to bring more attention to the issue. Sometimes we wrongly ascribe numbers when they don't exist. We don't exist. Uh, We can come out of this uh, city council meeting and, and they could be roundly defeated. And we just go on with our lives. Yep. Or it could be indicative of something that people have an appetite for and something they want to see more of. And it, it expands beyond Laguna Beach. It's something that happens in Huntington Beach. It's something which happens in, I don't, uh, I don't know, Santa Ana. You know, because this is about balloons more generally, not just the ones which may impact sea life. They're talking about just balloons, period. They didn't say balloons near the beach. They're saying mm-hmm. balloons across the board. Not just mylar, but balloons across the board. Yep. I don't know if there's an appetite for that. Honestly, you know, you know, freedom and
1: all that kind of hey, stuff. Hey, look, it freedom. only it only takes this the few. America. Fear. It only takes balloons. the few balloons. <laughs> the well, balloons. you
3: know, I'm I want to add something to that about Laguna Beach because it, it they have a very high fire hazard area within their city limits. I mean, more than half of their city. Um, falls under that category. So if a Mylar balloon is going to hit, um, you know, a power line and spark a fire, you know, that creates a huge hazard for one little town. And as far as like people being able to evacuate this place, just the way that the city is set up, there's only really, there's two ways in either coast highway or Laguna Canyon and Laguna Canyon. When we hear about fires in Laguna Beach, that's usually where they begin.
1: So, you, you are I mean, making so much sense. No, all of the Andrew, well, hey, so That makes perfect sense. No,
0: but she's making perfect sense. But this is going to be an emotional yeah. debate. People are going to think, I want balloons at my child's birthday party. I want to be able to have balloons when I want it. I don't want the government telling me how I'm going to have my child's birthday party and whether I can have stuffed animals and balloons. They're going to come first for my balloons, yeah. and then they're going to come for my stuffed animals, and then they're going to come for... You know, i understand there's going to be an emotional response and i don't know if the emotional the emotional response is going to be in support of it
1: because and you can tell it's an emotional response because they're targeting the environment and they're going and they're bringing animals and their safety and all that to the forefront they're trying to tug at all of our you know animal love like look at the dolphins they can't digest the balloons and we're supposed to go oh well let's stop them angel that's true too go ahead angel
3: because i've I've been out on the water so many times where we're, like, gaffing um, balloons that are just floating on the surface of the water. And, you know, at the end of the day, even if we're only out for, like, a couple hours or something, we've got a whole bag full of balloons. They're all over the place.
0: Yeah. I want to make a prediction here. I predict, and it's not necessarily just Laguna Beach. I'm going to say Orange County more generally. I'm going to generalize. So, you know, look out now. You're not supposed to do that. But I generally believe that Orange County does not give a damn and we'll see if that's borne out it's later with mo kelly kfi am 640 we're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app we're going to talk some disney when we come back and what not to do when on an unsafe ride or a safe ride and you engage in unsafe practices now amy king has the news
2: the trial has begun for former la deputy mayor tied to a
0: bribery scheme run by six forty. It's Later with Mo Kelly. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Some of the other stories which we are following Six Flags to hire over 1,500 employees during the spring hiring event. That should, I ought to tell you which direction Six Flags is going. And LA City College students opened their own free clothing store. And there's this. There are two stories I want to talk about in regard to Disneyland or Disney more generally. There is the more reported story about the woman who unfortunately committed suicide leaping to her death from a parking garage. And it begs the question, and I think we should talk about it for a second. One, well, actually, there are two questions. One, might this be beginning of something which may happen more frequently? And two, is there anything that Disneyland can do to either dissuade people? Or prevent something like this happening. Now I'm not as familiar with the physical landscape. Of the garages as maybe say Amy King. So I'm going to talk in a more general manner. And I'm quite sure Amy can. More give more specificity. But as far as. Someone feeling low. And going to a parking garage. And taking his or her own life. I'm not sure what Disney can do to prevent that. If only because there are a lot of sharp edges in the world. Let me put it that way. You can't nerf the world. And I know like uh, something like the Empire State Building, they put up these bars, so it made it virtually impossible for you to climb up and then out and and toss yourself to your death. But I don't know what Disney can do. It's the parking structure today. It could be a ride tomorrow, conceivably.
2: Conceivably. But the parking structure is six stories. It's like it's like the largest parking structure in, in maybe not in the world. It's massive. But it reminds me of the um the really beautiful bridge over Pasadena or in Pasadena yes. that's yeah. along it the freeway, the yes. bridge, yeah. That yeah. is Go, so gorgeous and now it's hideous because mm-hmm. they've got they had to put up those fences to keep people from jumping off. Yeah,
1: from when you're from Pasadena, you know that as suicide bridge. That's mm-hmm. that's growing up that's what they called it. And that's where they put the gates. And the bars to make it impossible to climb over, and still someone, I believe it was a television uh, writer who jumped off that bridge just a few years back, and they and they raised the height of the bars around that bridge because of that.
2: Which which makes me very sad, but I don't know that because it, it's happened what two times in the last six months that we know of at at it, the parking it, structure. Yes. yes,
0: at the park. Yeah, structure. like
2: Correct. is Disney going to have to do something?
0: And I don't and- believe that's random in the sense of I believe that seeing one person impacted the next person or at least put it on the person's mind as a as a consideration or option. I don't believe that two people randomly, independent of each other, both decided to do the same thing in generally the same location.
2: So a copycat yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Well, yeah. And it's like uh, up in the Bay Area. People jump off the Golden State Bridge and they put that... They they put bars up or whatever, and then they put that net below. Mm-hmm. So you can't fall into the ocean.
0: Well, And there's something else, and, and I don't want to get macabre here. Um, I didn't see someone jump to her death. I was there maybe two minutes after it happened. And I told the story before when I was working at Premier Radio, which is at the corner of Ventura Boulevard and Sepulveda, catacorner from the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Mm-hmm. And it's a 15-story building, and I was working for Jim Rome at the time. Mm-hmm. And there was a wife of a very prominent actor who unfortunately took her life in the middle of the day. It was on a Friday. can't remember. Sometime in November. Some reason I remember that. And we were all in the building at the time and then trying to go home. Someone ran in and said someone just jumped. We were saying, like, what do you mean someone just jumped? Someone just jumped from the top of the building um, and landed unfortunately right in in the middle of the street so we're coming down and we couldn't even get to our cars or anything because they had cordoned off so many areas because it was um i don't want to say a crime scene but they were doing their due mm-hmm. diligence and investigation the saddest part and i mean this sincerely was she survived the fall and then later died either on the way to the hospital mm-hmm. or at the hospital and th- and the reason i'm relaying this story And relating it to Disney, there are certain things you can't unsee. And when I think about Disney and obviously children and, well, I believe that suicide is very selfish. If only because you don't necessarily or haven't fully considered the consequences of who will find the body, who will see you uh, commit the act and the long-term consequences of it all.
2: And, and that, all of the people that you leave behind wonder, yes. you know, feeling guilty and wondering what did I do wrong that you you did
0: this to yourself. And I and I say that because sometimes we don't think things all the way through. And I, I and I'm not going to gloss over this other story, but it's a companion story because When you talk about someone intentionally doing something which is going to lead to the desired result of death, you have to talk about this TikTok trend. And I know you did, Emmy King, during the news break, talking about this dangerous TikTok trend, which is encouraging riders on the Disney ride Guardians of the Galaxy mission break to loosen their seatbelts or not securely fasten them. So as the ride drops They have more of a feeling of weightlessness or a longer feeling of floating and falling, which is obviously very dangerous. And, you know, kids will be kids and often do things which are dumb, for lack of a better word. But uh, it's real easy to end up dead. It is real easy. Easy. It only takes a momentary lapse of judgment or if I thought about all the things that I did. And I know to all that we talked about these mm-hmm. things which are just really, really dumb, which just didn't turn out in the worst way possible. But when you're taking these these TikTok trends and you're trying them and you're obviously conscious that you're courting danger, that you're intentionally putting yourself in a position where you may fly off the ride.
1: I don't get on that ride because I don't feel secure enough in the seatbelt. The idea yes. of loosening it up.
2: Koala
3: is the best ride
1: know. in the park. I, I, it gives me anxiety thinking about that ride. I will never get on that ride ever It's super, ever
0: super fun. It's very safe. I'm so. done with roller coasters. I even told this to Angel Martinez years ago. She, She laughed at me. And there was like a roller coaster accident like the next week. <laughs> I don't I don't tempt fate. I don't play with that kind of stuff. I don't need to go on roller coasters anymore. I'm not jumping out of mm. planes. I'm not doing stuff which is just inherently dangerous or unsafe. But Angel Martinez, you're welcome to do it.
3: Oh yeah. I mean, you know, chances are it's not gonna happen while I'm on there. So I'll I'll do it.
0: What is this, a Johnny Mathis song? <laughs> chances are. I mean, are He's just, just betting. <laughs> you know, me? See, and I, I'm you thinking of
2: an old Jim Crowtree song. I think it's funny that you're thinking of Jimmy Mathis. I'm thinking of, you know, you don't you don't mess around with Jim. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. Mess with- you don't oh, spit built. into the wind. And I, I can't yeah. remember all the words, but I was like, yeah, don't basically this is, don't,
0: yeah. don't mess around the, with
2: stuff. Something on the, don't pull the mask off the old Lone
3: Ranger. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't tug on Superman's cake.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's later with Mo Kelly. KFI M640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I guess the theme for tonight is just be safe. Now let's go to the KFI 24 hour newsroom and Amy King.
2: A cold winter storm is expected to start rolling into the Southland.
1: Oh, I wish I were Oscar Wheeler. Dennis Joy, I want to be.
0: The taste kids love and a resealable pack. Oscar Mayer, what more could you wish for in a hot dog? It's later with Mo Kelly, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And it's not really a commercial. Well, it's a commercial, but it's not a commercial trying to sell Oscar Mayer wieners. Well, it was it maybe a couple days ago, late last week? We were talking about how PETA had offered to pay for the repairs for the Oscar Mayer wienermobile which I guess got an accident or something, and Peter said, "We'll pay for it, provided you don't sell any more wheat meat wieners anymore."
1: Yes, So veggie wieners.
0: Veggie wieners, and and we went to town on that because that's uh, dumb, and also I don't like when Peter tries to trade on other people's names, doing stunts and all like that. It may have been a sincere request or not, but the fact is that no one asked for your help. Honestly, Oscar Mayer doesn't need your help, but you're trading on Oscar Mayer's name. And so it got you in the news. It got you on Later with Mo Kelly and KFI, AM640. I understand the media strategy behind it. Well, it seems PETA heard what we had to say. And we can speculate as to (laughs) why. But they heard what we have to say. I got an email today from... The senior liaison of media relations, her first name, Sophia, won't give out her last name, but Sophia reached out to later with Mo Kelly and the show, and I thought it would be fair to read her response to what she heard. She says, hi, Mo Kelly. Thanks for your response. I appreciate your time. I Oh, well, I can't read that one. That's a different that, one. That's a different one. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Mo Kelly. Thanks so much for sharing our letter to Oscar Meyer with your listeners. We're glad it sparked such a lively discussion with your team. We think we could change your mind about veggie dogs. Though, could we arrange to have some delicious not dogs with all the trimmings? Yes, especially the relish to the studio for you and your team to try. And if you'd like to continue the discussion, we'd be happy to touch on why. As an advocacy organization, our goal is to encourage everyone to make kinder choices. You might be surprised. By how much common ground we have, we absolutely agree with you. For example, that most people do not want to know about all the nasty pig parts lurking in their meaty hot dogs. <laughs> Yum. And that fish flesh really is meat. If we can arrange for delicious veggie dogs to be delivered to the studio, just say the word. And if there's ever any other way we can be of assistance, please don't hesitate to contact us. We'd love to hear from you anytime. And I did respond, but I'm not going to read that on the air. My point is this. I'm not anti-veggie. I'm not anti-vegan. And if you've listened to me long enough, you know about my diet and diet of other people in my family. So it's not even an opposition to a diet choice. But I am also a capitalist. And if Oscar Mayer or Burger King or Five Guys or Kentucky Fried Chicken want to sell meat, then damn it, that's okay with me. And people, society, consumers, customers will decide whether they want to eat that or not. I don't need a third party trying to shame me (laughs) into what I'm going to eat or what I'm not going to eat. There are many days in which I don't eat any meat. It's not like Meatless Monday. I go weeks without eating any meat. I often talk about how I only eat maybe five hamburgers a year, at most, if that. If that, and to all you, when I come in, I'll probably come in with maybe some like a, a, a salmon bowl or
1: something like that. Some salad, something yeah. or another, something that looks so weird. You a rabbit over there? What are you doing?
0: I, and and there are times in which I backslide, as they say, and I'll, I'll have me some meat, straight up meat. But I'm not open to being lectured to. About what is a kinder choice. Mm. If you personally feel the need to be an advocate for animals or, you know, closing down butcher shops or whatever, knock yourself out. But I'm not going to be a pawn in the advocacy, quote unquote stunts of PETA. And whereas I appreciate You know, everyone has something they believe in. Everybody does. Amy does. I'm sure Jamie does. I know um, Angel does. We all have something that we believe in. But part of what I believe in is leave me the F alone. (laughs) Don't try to tell me what to do, what to eat. And don't try to shame me because I happen to like (laughs) the taste of a great hot dog when I go to the movies. And I'll get relish on it and mustard. And I won't have a second thought, because if I don't have that hot dog, somebody else is still going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. It might as well be me. And here is the insincerity of it all. If PETA really wanted to be about the business of ending the use of animals as food, you're not going to go to a, a consumer. You're not going to go to me. You're going to go to actually the the meat processing plants. You you actually have the conversation with them. uh, And and I would say vegan and vegetarian options are more plentiful and more uh, proliferate than ever before. So if anything, if Peter would just shut the F up and get out of the way. Let nature take its course because obviously people are more, are gravitating more and more to vegan and vegetarian items. But if you want to lecture us about what we should be eating or what we shouldn't be eating, I already got a mama. I don't need another one. And I'm not going to look. I always tell people, you know, you're not my daddy who art in heaven and you're not my father who art in heaven. So, why is it I'm going to listen to somebody over at PETA talking about, hey, why don't we bring you some veggie dogs so we can show you the error of your ways? No, the error was actually, how did you even get my email address? Who gave you my email address? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I didn't give it out. It's later with Mo Kelly. Damn it. Kayla, I need you to go get me a hot dog. I'm hot. <laughs> We're live everywhere. On the iHeartRadio app. What you need to know. And when you need to know it.
3: KFI.
0: And KOST HD2.
3: Los Angeles, Orange County.
0: Live.